I was struggling a lot with self-image. Um, I didn't like the way I looked. I was always comparing myself to other people and I struggled a lot with eating disorders and was in a bad relationship and I became codependent. <laughs> and so this was more than just imagery. It was life on earth without a partner and being afraid to be alone. Um, so let me just do everything to please, to keep you here. Yeah. Let me just, even in a relationship, being with somebody you love so, so much and still being like, if this was taken from me, if this is gone, I will be okay. But my struggle came with faith because I actually had to test it and like believe and be okay and can go on another day when I thought I couldn't and things like that, but by myself. Dear Heavenly Father, may the meditations of my heart and the words of my mouth be pleased and kind to you, and whatever you want to do with them, let them be your will. God, we love you, we honor you, and we praise you. Yes, God. Amen. And I just want to add to that, um, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just ask that your spirit be in this car. Lord, I pray Acts 4.29. Uh, now, Lord, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Lord, I would just ask that you would instill boldness into Olivia and myself as we have this conversation and that every word that comes out of our mouth, I mean, you know, we're not pastors. We don't know everything, Lord. We just know you and we just want to share you and your love. So I just ask that you would guide us in this conversation and that your spirit be within this car and that whatever you might um, want us to talk about during this and what you might want us to share with anybody, get the message across in the, you know, in the way that you would have it said. Mm -hmm. So we love you, Lord, and we give this to you. This is for your honor. Mm -hmm. Amen. <clears throat> so where do you want to start? <laughs> so when we were thinking about this and talking about my testimony, I recently shared it um, a little while ago in like a small group setting at my church um, with the other adults who I grew up knowing, mm -hmm. but they didn't know my story. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. We should introduce who you are. <laughs> well, my name's Olivia Noon, yes. and I'm 25 years old, born and raised in Loganville, Georgia. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess just to start, I'm a, well, I'm a second grade teacher in Grayson, and um, I've known of God my whole life, and but I don't feel like I've truly felt or known Jesus mm -hmm. in my heart my whole life. But this is um, my story of just coming to know him, coming to feel him, coming to discern what's him and what's the world and things like that um but yeah I'm just a girl what's really <laughs> interesting is we've been friends for a very long time and going through this idea I was like of course I'm gonna ask you first mm -hmm. but I don't even think you know as your best friend I don't think I've ever formally shared or heard your testimony, <laughs> testimony you know yeah. what I mean so I'm excited to have this one it's like weird to think because you hear other people's testimonies and you hear about their struggles in their life and we've been talking about how we're almost jealous of these insane moments of realization from rock bottom to in Jesus's arms mm. um and so we're always like wow and you don't look you don't really view in on yourself as frequently yeah you're always looking outward you're always like um admiring others faith mm. but you're never really admiring your own or seeing how far you've come very often so this was great for me to do that for myself because for gratitude yes to look yeah. back on myself and so it's really cute because of course, I still feel the same age, or I still feel younger mentally, but I'm growing older every day. 
Um, and so I went back in my old journal. This is a journal that I had in high school and inside it's just craziness. Um, this was scribbled multiple times <laughs> of the date and time and feelings of when I felt Jesus in my heart and things like that. So I'm proud of myself, younger me for doing that <laughs> because I can almost put myself back there. Mm -hmm. Um, so January 10th, 2015. Um, Wait, so did you grow up in the church? Yeah, I grew up in the Methodist church, still am a mem formal member of the Methodist church. And I work, um, part-time at my local Loganville First United Methodist church. Mm -hmm. And so, oh, my parents introduced me, made it, um, a pattern to go to church. So I'm very thankful and blessed that I did that because I know, and I see how hard it is when you grow up and, learning of Jesus for the first time as an adult where I was able to have a childlike faith in being a child and learning through amazement and wonder, but then also having to carry that faith and apply it to mm -hmm. an adult faith, <laughs> like yeah. um, not lose it. Do you remember that sermon that we listened to where it was like, you know, Jesus actually calls us to have a childlike faith, mm -hmm. right? But I'll never forget remembering like, you know, as you grow up and you're not a child anymore, you have to grow your faith yes, or else your it. childlike faith becomes childish faith, faith. Mm -hmm. and childish faith doesn't hold up doesn't in adult continue. realities. You know what I yeah. mean? And so, I agree. um, that's awesome. Yeah. So January 10th, 2015. And I remember this time very clearly. We had a lock-in on new year's, I believe at my church, the best with, days <laughs> with, um, our, my youth group that I've grew up with and hold those memories close to my heart. Um, grace was able to come lock-ins are just crazy stay up all night it was around the time that good good father came out <laughs> that song and it was just such a important time in my growth i can remember and that night we got to meditate and pray mm -hmm. um my youth pastor patrick paul haber at the time made these canvases on the um, stage that we got to paint and draw mm -hmm. on and i remember just good good father playing over and over again in my head mm -hmm. or my heart and seeing God as like a father in that sense, um, I think it carried over into this night because it was only a few days later um, on the 10th. So if that was like New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. um, this is 2015, the start of the new year. And I was started off the year like studying the Bible and pouring into that. But then it says like, or December on New Year's Eve, I had meditated on it, feeling lots of feelings and reading the Bible until I was at home alone um my mom might have been home but it wasn't like we were interacting and it was like eight o'clock I was getting ready for bed going to the shower and in the shower was an easy time for me to remember to pray because I was by myself and it's like oh yeah let me pray so I could talk <laughs> and yeah, talk to myself pray in the shower. yeah it's so kind of interesting it's easier and I will never for I won't forget to do it and you feel open and vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> maybe because you're naked in the shower, but <laughs> maybe yeah. just... Just the quietness. There's not a lot of, you know, it's just water. You routine. Know I mean? yeah. yeah. So I was praying just like I would always do, but then it was just different. I started to cry and express mm -hmm. extreme gratitude to God. And it was just an overwhelming feeling of he is with me. And of course, I've cried during worship or cried during other times, um, but this was different. <laughs> and it was just a... I didn't want to stop mm. and I didn't want to, I felt connected to God and felt connected to the spirit. So that's how I knew it was like coming into my heart and soul. Mm. 
I'd been baptized um, as an 11 year old. I chose to be baptized instead of just being baptized as, when I was born. My parents did that choice for me. I went through confirmation and I was like, I'm saved. I chose to learn and accept that into my heart and take that responsibility. However, all those times were not this time. <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people, once they truly separate it from religion into relationship, you're going to, the first time you feel either the spirit or the realization of what really is going on, Yeah, you know, it's so emotional and overwhelming. And you act, like, that's when you really start to believe, okay, this is a real thing because I can't explain the, the weight that I'm feeling. It wasn't just somebody saying something to me or some sort of the way the music felt mm -hmm. making me feel some sort of, I was just alone by myself talking to God mm -hmm. and he talked back. And it was um, more of like, I'm in conversation with him mm -hmm. and I don't ever want this to go away or change. And I literally wrote, one, I'm very confused. <laughs> so lost. <laughs> Looking back on how I used to feel, I was very conflicted with everything I did. Two, I'm crying. <laughs> I'm crying over everything I've ever felt. I'm feeling a weight um, on my heart to change. I am more certain, or three, I'm more certain in my decisions, but things are still hard and difficult, but easier at the same time. I like to say that I fall in love with God every single day. You're a good, good father. That's who you are. I'm loved by you. That's who I am. Mm. And so it's just interesting because it's like, that's me. <laughs> and that was me and that's still me. Um, and so, but experiencing that, like for the first time, you're about to convince me to start journaling again. <laughs> Cause it's good to look back. <laughs> yeah. Cause we don't think about it all the time, but it's there and I can uh. put myself back in that situation. Mm -hmm. Um, and these are some verses that I, one remembered and I wrote at that time about accepting Christ. Yeah. So I wanted to read some starting, um, in John chapter one, let's see. John chapter 1, 12 um, says, But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And that's where I think the good, good father was coming out to me. Mm -hmm. um, this was different than just reading about a story. It was a relationship. It was talking to God and him accepting me with open arms forgiveness like mm -hmm. a father should do and things like that. So that's where I was feeling called um, who are not born, not of blood, nor of the will of, or the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He mm -hmm. is, it's different. Um, it's not just of the world and what we think yeah. we should do, but it's, this is the truth <laughs> in, in that sort of sense. Um, let's see what else. Also, Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And mm -hmm. this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not mm -hmm. a result of works. So that no one may boast, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in him. And this is what leads me to, around that time in my life, I was struggling a lot with self-image. Um, I didn't like the way I looked. I was always comparing myself to other people. And I struggled a lot with eating disorders. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I, I'm no, I don't know if I, you know all these things, but I would... Um, get Adderall from friends who were on ADHD medication. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have ADHD, I don't, it has a different effect on you. Whereas 
I would stay up all night. I would get a lot of work done, but I would also not have an appetite. So I wouldn't oh, eat. <laughs> so, which kind of fed the other insecurity. Yeah. So I would, oh, I'm doing so good. I'm not eating. Mm -hmm. And so I would keep taking it, but illegally so because it wasn't prescribed to me. Yeah. Um, and so I would talk to youth ministers or people in my life um, or friends mm -hmm. at the time whenever I was feeling really low. And so that was just like where I was as far as self-image. Mm -hmm. And when that happened, I was made new in Christ. Mm. I was no longer that girl who struggled with what she looked like or caring about what other, other people think. I'm not like saying I'm, oh, I feel like I'm look great and better than anyone mm. else, but I just don't think about it yeah. <laughs> as much. It's not constantly weighing on my heart and my soul when I'm around people, mm. thinking about how I look compared to them. It used to be very consuming, mm. whereas now it's not. It's <laughs> got kind of got quieter yes quieter mm. they weren't controlling me or how I would dress or things like that or how I would think my future husband's gonna think of me or boys would think of me but it was just gone and so it's yeah. like ever since that happened that went mm. away so that's how I know of like evidence I guess of being saved and have accepting the Holy mm. Spirit in my heart that something changed yeah within me so I was made new mm. in Christ so do you mind me asking, kind of going back to, you know, the eating disorder type period, mm -hmm. the emotions and thought, like the things that you kind of felt about yourself that, you know, after you accepted Christ or, you know, kind of became into more of a relationship with him, you know, he kind of healed you of those thoughts. So you just didn't hear them anymore. I mean, or... it still is a part of me. And mm -hmm. I'm not going to deny that. But as far as like your identity, maybe? identity is yeah. not lied and is not a part of that at all. Mm -hmm. It's definitely more of a more health focused thought now yeah. I should do this for my health to feel good mm. rather than to look good or to be like somebody else they're yeah. they're still they're just transformed in a different way mm. they're more healthy more um about wanting to feel good and do good mm -hmm. in my life for other people and just for myself like it's more of instead of like involving other people in it it's just me <laughs> yeah i feel like so many women especially young girls i think it's just getting worse and worse mm -hmm. every generation really struggle with image eating disorder i mean you know one generation it's you know be a size zero mm -hmm. the next time it's you got to be curvy mm -hmm. you know the next generation it's going to be whatever and and you will never keep honest, up to the expectation and i feel like the typical thing Christians say are, you know, well, God made you in this image, which is very true. But if you don't really understand that and accept that in your heart, mm -hmm. I'm just going to be honest, that doesn't really help. No, it doesn't. You know what I mean? But once you start to kind of know Christ, I feel like you kind of start to accept yourself mm -hmm. and who he made you. Mm -hmm. And eventually you're like, yeah, he made me this way. I'm, this is me. Yes. But also like you do have a lot of peace of just about who, who you are mm -hmm. and you know that exactly who you are what whether shape or size or anything is how god mm -hmm. is going to use you and how he has prepared you to be in this world yes and i and i'm not going to be mad about that and i'm not going to feel ungrateful for that because mm -hmm. he gave me a body to work he gave me a body to um be creative with outfits he gave mm -hmm. me and that's what i've learned is like clothes are not i'm i'm not made to fit clothes clothes are made to fit me yeah. like and i'm spending my money mm -hmm. i'm not gonna hurt myself to wear some no. clothes and also how <laughs> kind of god i think it's so funny which i'm guilty of this but mm -hmm. we all you know strive to look exactly the same way 
And God's like, no, I created you differently <laughs> for variety. You yes. know what I mean? Like I've set you apart from the next person and I've made each of you beautiful in your own mm -hmm. way. Why would you want a mm -hmm. hundred people that look exactly like one another? Mm -hmm. You know, and it's exactly. just kind of weird that society, especially in young girls, um, I'm sure guys struggle with it too. I'm sure too. But, you know, just, oh, well... I want to look like whoever mm -hmm. and then the other person also wants to look like them and we just strive and beat ourselves somebody up else that's for, not yeah. you yes exactly <laughs> and then even when you strive you still you know if you kind of get close to that it's already changing and now you're striving to be somebody else and you never really find out who you are yes you know what I mean and I think it was all a part of a journey of finding who I am in Christ mm. and so while that did that was when I was in high school, um, and I feel like it did save me from a lot of suffering and, like, things down the road. Um, I was still continuing to search for who I am, what am I meant to do, who am I meant to be with, when am I going to have children, like, so many things that yeah. I think we all go through. Seeing other friends the same age as, like, that I graduated mm -hmm. with, starting lives that I dream for and I want, and so wanting to be in control. Yeah. Let me make it happen. Let me do it fast. Let me um, settle mm. for something less than me or what I really want for myself. And so that's where I feel like in my adult faith that I've had to practice is um, faith in God. Mm. Trust that he will provide and not settling for less than. Mm. <laughs> because I know that God made me special, yeah. unique, beautiful and made for mm -hmm. somebody who will acknowledge that mm -hmm. somebody that will um be a not like a missing piece but a partner in that and that will mm -hmm. lift me up and um support me in that and i shouldn't have to change i shouldn't have to do anything for that person so i think becoming an adult finding that person and not just forming molding <laughs> cinderella shoe that won't fit yes. you know <laughs> yeah so um being in a relationship a long-term relationship realizing this person isn't really for me breaking up with them and then a year later still being alone and being like let me make this happen mm -hmm. because I want to have kids I want to be married so let me just manipulate this situation mm -hmm. to fit what I want so I did that I I can acknowledge that I was in a bad relationship mm -hmm. and I became codependent mm -hmm. <laughs> and so this was more than just imagery it was life on earth without a partner mm. and being afraid to be alone. Um, so let me just do everything to please, to keep you here. Let me just do everything to make you the man that I know I deserve, like a man of God or a man mm. who um, will be a encouraging person in my life. Mm. Let me make you that. You're not that, but let me force it until <laughs> mm. it is. And then maybe everything will be okay in the end basically like praying God hops on your path yes. and your timing. And it's not his will. Yeah. It was never his will. And he tried to tell me multiple times mm -hmm. with signs or with events happening um, in the relationship that should have been ended mm -hmm. a long time ago, but still trying to force it. And so it's difficult because, you know, God doesn't say we're not going to go through hard things. And mm -hmm. sometimes he even calls us to hard, Two hard things. things. You know what I mean? So when you're in hard things, it's really hard sometimes because you really have to evaluate yourself of like, okay, is this God's will? Did he call me here and this is hard? Or, 
is this my will and it's hard because I'm going against, against his grain? Yes. Is he teaching me something through this? Mm -hmm. Or is this me just fighting mm -hmm. <laughs> what he has in store for me? Something and, better. Oh, the, the self-evaluation is rough. Yes. And so I had to go through that. Um, thankfully, it was ended before any permanent paperwork mm -hmm. was done. However, permanent damage was made in the relationship. So there's no going forward. Um, and so I had to be alone for the first time in a while and be alone with myself and God. I went to therapy with a Christian counselor and I got to um, really apply the faith that I've always mm -hmm. read about, apply the faith that I've always seen in others. And it was like a real true hardship as an adult now for the first time. I've always had my family to fall back on. I've always had friends to fall back on with my self-esteem or things like that. So I was always protected and safe and I was still protected and safe but I finally had to do something about it and trust God have faith and see it in real time mm. I never have had to have that happen to me and so it was a hard time as a dark time and I stuck by God and he provided he prevailed mm. he had something better in store for me than I ever could have imagined and so that's also a testament in my life as far as not knowing what's ahead, mm -hmm. but trusting that it will be good because I did the right thing of letting go and having faith that God will has someone out there for me mm -hmm. and that and not knowing even how good it could be. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this because it just is a testament of the kindness of God. You yes. know what I mean? He is so kind. He truly is a father that mm -hmm. although we mess up and it's painful you know, when we come back, you know, with repentance and, you know, mm -hmm. a humble spirit, yes. he still turns in our disobedience or our hardships into good, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, it's not without faith, you know, faith without works is nothing, right? Mm -hmm. So you had, I, I remember this time, um, mm -hmm. it was very rough, but I do remember you plunging yourself into church, into journaling, mm -hmm. into the word, into prayer, you know, you, you, uh, what's that, um, verse um i look upon up upon the hills where my help comes from anyways you you mm -hmm. were looking up is the yes. point you know what i mean you weren't looking at my problems you mm -hmm. know you were bringing your pain and your suffering to god yes. you know what i mean because i knew he was that's the only where your answer. help that's where your help was going to mm -hmm. come from and because of that he took that and he made it good and he didn't just give you <laughs> you know, like, oh, here's a gift because you're going through this. No, like he taught you something during that time mm -hmm. and then he rewarded you. And yes. now like I know with this, you know, new relationship mm -hmm. you're in, it is so um, different in the way of like appreciation and gratitude. Yes. And, you know, he blessings. Uh, yeah, it was like a refining fire season, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And um, it's just so cool to see the kindness of God post that. Yes, because. Mm -hmm. I one I didn't know it would happen so soon and two I didn't know who I would be after mm. so I was transformed again in the sense of my codependency where I don't need another person I don't mm. all I need is God and so I had to learn that on this earth that that can be possible I don't need to rely on somebody else or a man or a woman or anyone any friends or family I need God and mm. I had to rely on him I did that I was able to be stronger in my faith of like 
the processes and recognize as you're talking about gratitude and blessings like seeing that and being like and returning to him always like yeah. oh thank you god like i see you here i see you in this mm. and so this relationship has been nothing but um a blessing to me because one i didn't know it could be so good mm. and that's how i know it's from god because it's good and two i didn't know that um it would happen so soon but i'm happy that yeah. it is because i feel like now i because it's easy because it's um mm. good i know i'm in god's will because we're praying we're um reading we're studying we're involved i know it's good mm -hmm. and so i can't there's no negative signs yeah. there's no bad feelings there's no it's animosity or mm -hmm. anything so i know can i ask i'm protected like outside of the relationship itself or you know the person and situation mm -hmm. how has it changed you in your outlook of relationships in general because i feel like so I feel like many my codependency people, yeah. But like, how did that actually like, what do you think now in the form of, I know so many people struggle with like, oh, I really hope I'm going to try to make this person the one, <laughs> you know what I mean? So how did, how did that help with you during your relationship on not knowing the future, but still trusting God yeah. during this? I think it came from just one being alone with God and um, being my codependency, not being on another person, but with God, mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm dependent on him mm -hmm. and not of my job of anything so because of that reassurance that he's always there and he's always um he's always been there for mm -hmm. me i can see it now coming into fruition i will be okay yeah no matter what praise god grace taught me that too like if she'd always tell me you're gonna be okay like you can leave him mm -hmm. you can um get out of this situation i know you don't want to but you'll be fine <laughs> and learning from others mm -hmm. who have gone through similar things of really breaking down who you are at your core is God's daughter like mm -hmm. or and I'm protected I will be fine and I will <laughs> be able to <laughs> it's like are you gonna go anywhere? I know car problems okay <laughs> <laughs> I will be able to get out of this and I yeah. will be fine because if it's not good it's not of God and um being able to recognize those things and just yeah yeah. Even in a relationship, being with somebody you love so, so mm -hmm. much and still being like, if this was taken from me, if this is gone, I will be okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's true faith, I feel, in something you don't see. Yeah. But knowing that it's there, I will be okay. Yeah. Even though I love him and I love mm -hmm. our relationship and I love where we are right now, I don't know mm -hmm. the future, <laughs> yeah. but I know I'll be okay. That's so important because I... You know, and that's kind of what I was trying to pull out a little bit because I know that's really at the heart of what yeah. you learn with codependency. Mm -hmm. And I know, like, you know, relationships, they're supposed to be two separate people yes. going towards God. And mm -hmm. it's really a partnership and not like a missing you're, piece. You're formed together. You yes. know what I mean? Because I can't live without you. <laughs> nobody can hold to that expectation. No. They're, you know. Your They're partner is going to disappoint you or you never know what life is going to throw at you, mm -hmm. you know. And if that is your world, that cannot, um, if that is your world, that's not going no. to withstand what life is going to bring at it's, you. Life is temporary. You know, and so it's the peace that that brought you yes. and the reassurance. And I think that took so much pressure off, off of you and off of your future person that you're going to be mm -hmm. with just knowing hey you don't have to be god for me you mm -hmm. know what i mean yeah and you can i just need a partner yeah <laughs> so to go through all this awful stuff that's mm. gonna happen life that's gonna happen yeah. but also see i don't have to put in the work to make you 
the person perfect person for me or one you're not going to be perfect but two like you are you i am me yeah and being okay with that like and, and like you meet the standards that god has given to me or where the where god has put the bar for me and i'm not going to fall below that bar to settle yeah and you're not going to fall below your bar and your goals for me either like even though we're not always going to be perfect we know that it's together yeah. like we're supposed to be there yeah that's but, awesome yeah. um so i feel like to summarize i reflecting on this time i was saved and made new mm-hmm. and then now I have faith like that I've never known mm. because I never really had to struggle. Um, and I'm blessed with that as far as um, with my family and things like that mm. and lo- dealing with loss or um, those things. But my struggle came with faith because I actually had to test it and mm. like believe and be okay and can go on another day when I thought I couldn't and things like that but by myself. But I knew it wasn't by myself. I had gone. Um, I wrote down Zechariah Zechariah 2 5. Um, And I will be to her a wall of fire all around, declares the Lord, Mm -hmm. Lord, and I will be the glory in her midst. And that's how I feel is like a faith that He is there and protecting me. Mm -hmm. And the more that I'm in relationship with Him, the more that I'm spreading His word or talking to others, the more closer I feel to Him. And, um, protected i guess i that's mm-hmm. i can think of because the world is just so unknown we don't know yeah and we know we're under attack and we're, we know my heart is wanted by others and like as far as the devil and things mm-hmm. like that but i feel protected and because i feel him inside of me and i mm-hmm. feel I, I hear him when i'm praying and i see where to go mm-hmm. that it's in him yeah and there's no question about that so my issues are different. Like my, as far as troubles, they're more for others and for, and if there is a struggle in my life, I know who to go to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think that's just going to keep testing and keep, and he's going to keep testing. Yeah. He's going to keep um, seeing what, I, if I cope with him versus other things I used to cope with or other things I used to use to escape from my issues, um, but use him as mm-hmm. the true escape. So I'm sure he'll keep pushing and my testimony will only continue. Yes. Um, yes, we all have tiny testimonies all the time. I know. You know what I mean? And testimonies even, are often like this big thing, which I know is what we're sharing. But for the most part, I mean, we could testify about all kinds of stuff. I could testify <laughs> about yesterday. Testify. I could testify about last week yeah. um, when I felt the push or heard his voice. Like, mm. those are all examples of it. But I feel like in my life and looking back, mm. it's definitely he's always been there. And I've always been learning about him. And I'm thankful for that because it made it easy to accept mm-hmm. that offer. Yeah. It made it easy to accept that Holy Spirit because I just knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I knew, or or I thought I already had it. And then it was like, oh, wait, this is for real. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it feels like. This is what they talked about yeah. in the Bible. This is what my, this is what that member at my church talked about in their 80 mm-hmm. something years old. And they remember it too. Yeah. Um, It's just different. See, and that's exactly what I was saying. I love the story of the woman at the well, mm-hmm. right? Because it says she went back to the town. She left the water after she mm-hmm. met the Messiah. 
okay? She left what she came for. She went back to the town where she was a complete outcast. She, I mean, you don't go to the well in the middle of the day. You're supposed to go in the morning. But she had to go separately mm -hmm. because nobody wanted to be around her because of her <laughs> reputation. Mm -hmm. But she left what she came for. She ran back to tell these people that didn't like her, didn't accept her, didn't want to see her, didn't want to hear from her. She went to go tell them the good news. Mm -hmm. And it said they believed because of her testimony but then it said they, um, a little bit further down, they no longer believed because of her testimony, but because of the work that Jesus had done within them themselves. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And you literally just said that, you know, it's, you hear other stories, but mm -hmm. eventually like God has that testimony for you Yes, and he will continue to give them. Um, and it's different. It's not as grandiose, but I'm not jealous of it. I'm more excited mm -hmm. for them and how they find, like they got to where, like I, I know they, everybody can get to, mm -hmm. they, it's a gift. It is a true, it's a mm -hmm. gift that is like no other. Um, and yeah, I just pray to see him one day and, um, be in his presence in heaven and like out of earth because, um, it's just, I can't wait. It's yeah. going to be good. <laughs> so yeah. That's it. Well, thank you for sharing. You're I love you. <laughs> love you too. All right. Let's pray out. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this conversation. Uh, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness throughout our lives, Lord, for, you know, every single thing that you've done, all the things mm -hmm. that you have spared for us that we don't even know, Lord, because you spared it. And yes. um, we just thank you for the things that we don't know, we do know, and the things that you're going to do. We just know that we can handle all the things that this world throws at us throws at us because of who you are and your kindness and just the fact that you love us. Uh, I thank you for this time to sit down with my best friend and have mm -hmm. this conversation and just glorify you and um, just to share your goodness and in your heart of who you are, Lord. So we thank you for this conversation and we love you. Love Amen. You. Amen.